0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Can Do, Can Say horse training podcast. Great to have you here. Today I want to talk a little bit about trailer loading. It's a big problem for a lot of people and I want to just try and break it down a little bit and try and find out what's going wrong. I had a message this morning from somebody who was trying to teach her horse to trailer load and she'd gone through part of my trailer loading course and she was having a bit of difficulty, and what she basically said, which is a really common thing to hear, was that she was getting the horse to the stage where he was getting his front feet to the top of the ramp, but then he was running off backwards. And now this horse, she was a little worried that she'd been um, working on this for Quite a while, I think up to an hour, and the horse didn't know the whole lesson already, like it wasn't loading perfectly already. My answer to that is the more you can break down any of the training you're doing, the better off the horse is going to be, and the easier it is for the horse to learn. So don't worry if the horse isn't getting the entire lesson in an hour. An hour is, you know, person's timing, not horses. And also remember, Horses that are poor loaders have probably been so for years. You know, they've probably been learning how not to load for a long time. And so we can't expect them within an hour to suddenly turn around and say, oh, yes, okay, well, this is fine. I'll get on the trailer. That's no problem at all. What we need to do is break it down. The other thing that's difficult often for these horses is that it's the first time they've really had a lesson properly broken down for them. It's often the first time they've really had good negative reinforcement used in their training. I often get called out to horses and the really common thing I hear is, my horse is perfect, but he won't load on the trailer. And really, you know, my answer to that as well, it's unlikely that your horse is perfect because trailer loading is a fairly basic skill and all it means is if he won't load on the trailer is that he doesn't understand, go forward and go backwards. And so there's probably a lot more sort of fundamental problems with your training and I think what you'll find is when you start teaching this lesson is Everything is going to improve. Your training first and foremost is going to improve hugely but your understanding of your horse's emotional level is going to improve enormously as well which is going to help you in every area of your horsemanship. Like anything with training, trailer loading can't be taken just in isolation. It's a combination of things that are going wrong when your horse isn't loading on the trailer. With this particular horse, which is the most common problem that I hear about, which is the running off backwards, which gets very dangerous very fast, I think often it's not the getting on the trailer that's the problem, it's the getting off. And Now getting off is much harder of course because the horse can't see where he's going, Um, the, the ramp is sloped, he's much more likely to hurt himself getting off and so quite often I think... The horse gets on the trailer because you've asked him to and he's you know used to doing what he's told to do and then he gets on there and he remembers oh my goodness i have to get off this thing again and he rushes off to get that over and done with so this of course is the main reason why i teach trailer loading one step at a time and getting on and getting off at the same time so what we teach is one foot on one foot off two feet on two feet off. And it's very important that we ask the horse to move his feet. We don't just reward the horse for doing it when he feels like it. So there's got to be a very obvious cue to go forward, which can be a cluck and perhaps if that doesn't work or that's not enough pressure to move forward, maybe a tap with the whip on the horse's hip. Just don't pull him forward with the lead rope. That's the last thing you want to do because you're going to end up in a pulling battle and the horse is going to win every time so once the horse has taken that step forward we praise him we allow him to rest we praise him and then we ask him to go backwards so if we're just at the beginning of the lesson we've perhaps taken one foot onto the ramp we're going to let him rest there for a minute then we're going to ask him to take that one foot off the ramp in this way trailer loading becomes very predictable and the horse gets very confident very quickly. He never has to get all the way up there and rush off backwards. Nothing like that ever happens and he learns to navigate the ramp one foot at a time which does give him a lot of confidence which is what your horse is lacking when he's rushing off backwards because he's really not sure what's going to happen next. I just want to talk for a minute about backing up. I see backing up used a lot as a punishment or a reprimand or a correction um, for behaviour with people in the arena, on the trail, all over the place. The problem with backing up is that it leads very quickly to rearing. Once, If the horse is backing up already and he still feels under pressure, even if you don't think you've got any pressure on the horse, the only place that horse has to go is up. So rearing is very easy to teach and something, you know, you really never want to teach. If we think about how to break a lesson down, I remember the first time I saw a horse that had been taught to rear in a really nice controlled way. It was actually Josh Lyons's horse in Colorado and his horse um, used to rear probably about six inches off the ground with the front feet and it was very cute and it did it on cue and I thought, oh that's great, I'm going to teach my horse to do that. So the next day I went out and I taught my little polo pony to do that. And it took me 45 minutes. And I thought, hey, that's pretty good actually. That's not bad. And I waited, I put her on the fence and tapped her on the hip with the, with the whip in the same way that Josh had taught Taz to do it. And I waited until she lifted her front feet off the ground and then I rewarded her. And once she'd made that first initial movement of lifting the front feet off the ground, the lesson went really quickly. So that was great. And I thought 45 minutes, it's pretty good to teach your horse to rear. And if you're listening to this Josh Lyons, you know, I had a great rear. I mean, my horse was going up so high. Terrible. From then on, the entire rest of the course that I was in Colorado for, every time I was sitting on my horse, Josh would cue it to rear and up she'd go. So don't teach it. It's such a silly thing to teach. Anyway, the next time I taught that was... Probably some 12 or 13 years later, and I had a um, stallion here, a little quarter horse stallion, and I thought that would be really cute. And I could say at the end of the demo, he was going off to do a demo a couple of days later. I could say at the end of the demo, oh, and this is shoulder elevation or something like that. You know, I had a little thing, had a little spiel for him, all planned. So I thought, all right, okay, I set my 45 minutes aside because I thought, well, probably take me 45 minutes again it didn't it took me three minutes to teach this horse three minutes and suddenly three minutes he was going just as high as the polo pony was and obviously loving it he really understood it so what was the difference why did it take me three minutes as opposed to 45 minutes similar sort of horses both very intelligent you know both had a lot of foundation training i think the reason really is that over those last 12 or 13 years, I've learned to break the lesson down a lot more. And I've learned to look for the behavior that's a step towards the behavior I want. So with the polo pony, I was rewarding the horse and releasing the pressure when she lifted up both her front feet together. With the quarter horse stallion, I released the pressure as soon as his ear moved up a millimeter. So I was watching his ear, not his feet, because I worked out, not too clever. I worked out that of course the horse has to lift his head before he lifts anything else. And so after three minutes, he was, you know, close to vertical because he really understood that. So each time I rewarded him for lifting his head, his head went a little higher, and each time my the pressure I had to use, which was the whip, got a little less. So the horse really learned the pattern. So by the end of it, I you know was just about to raise the whip to ask him to rear and he was already up in the air. So he really learnt that pattern well, which is a really good lesson in to be very careful about the patterns you teach. So coming back to the backing up pattern then, what a lot of people don't always notice when their horse is backing up is that it's also raising its head. and If it gets a release from this, it will eventually end up rearing. I know it is taught a lot and I know it's a very popular way to correct your horse and just be a little bit careful about the word correct and um, you know don't think that it's not also punishing because it is. Let's talk a little bit about the difference between negative and positive reinforcement and punishment. So negative reinforcement which is what we use most of the time with training is a release of pressure. So if you're trailer loading You ask the horse to go forward by tapping him on the hip with the whip to move him forward from behind. When the horse does step forward, you stop tapping and you praise the horse. That's negative reinforcement. You also use some positive reinforcement in there. It's when the horse does step forward and you allow him to rest, you scratch his wither when he's up there on the ramp, and that's positive reinforcement. The difference is negative, you're taking something away, so we're taking away the pressure, the positive you're adding something so there we're adding the scratch and you might use a tidbit of food or something like that which I don't do but we can talk about later. Punishment works in the same way so punishment, positive punishment is adding something so um, in the situation we're talking about the backing up you're adding the backing up so the horse does something wrong you make it back up as a punishment that's positive punishment Um, negative punishment is taking something away and so that might be depriving the horse of food or water or something like that apparently this is also quite common not nice but quite common so I actually don't teach backing up until I start lateral work so what I want the horse to be able to do is all the foundation work so have really good canter leads and all of that sort of thing before I ever ask it to back up So I make sure that I've really got the horse confident and understanding going forward because backing up will only take you five minutes to teach, but if it goes wrong and your horse starts rearing, it can take you years to unteach. This is why with the trailer loading, it's so important that the horse learns to get on and off at the same time because it gets so instilled, that rushing off backwards gets so instilled with the horse and it's so easy to do. We need really to break that old habit and do something completely new. So when I teach this one foot at a time, the horse learns to back off really slowly and I count those feet coming off the trailer. And it is often really you're teaching the horse to get off the trailer, not get on the trailer. Of course, it's really important that you control the horse's emotional level throughout these exercises. And we talked a bit about that in the last episode of the podcast about getting that horse into the engagement zone. And it's the same whether you're teaching flying changes or trailer loading. You still want your horse in that engagement zone. And so he needs to be a little bit more aroused or emotional than he would be if he was standing in the paddock, but not so emotional as to be scared. So when you think about trailer loading, throw out all that nonsense about making outside the trailer the bad place to be and all of that. You never want your horse so emotional that he feels the need to rush off backwards or to rear or to pull away from you and if your horse is feeling these things then you have gone too far too fast and you do need to step back and bring it back make it easier for the horse so that he understands it. Of course you also don't want to make it boring so if your horse isn't engaged in the lesson like if it's not slightly challenging for him and it's being rewarded for doing the right thing then he's simply going to be thinking about something else which is probably being with his buddies somewhere anyway if you would like a copy of the emotional level course that is on my website at www.horsetrainingcourse.com Also on there, you will find a trailer loading course if you'd be interested in having a look at that. So thanks very much for listening and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And if there's anything you'd particularly like discussed on the podcast, just flick me an email at kate at candoequine.com.au. Bye for now.